chapter forty nine of verses popular and humorous by henry lawson this librivox recording is in the public domain the captain of the push as the night was falling slowly down on city town and bush from a slum in jones alley sloped the captain of the push and he scowled towards the north and he scowled towards the south as he hooked his little finger in the corners of his mouth then the whistle loud and shrill woke the echoes of the rocks and a dozen ghouls came sloping round the corners of the blocks there was naught to rouse their anger yet the oath that each one swore seemed less fit for publication than the one that went before for they spoke the gutter language with the easy flow that comes only to the men whose childhood knew the brothels and the slums then they spat in turns and halted and the one that came behind spitting fiercely on the pavement called on heaven to strike him blind let us first describe the captain bottle-shouldered pale and thin for he was the beau ideal of a sydney larkin and his hat was most suggestive of the city where we live with a gallows tilt that no one save a larkin can give and the coat a little shorter than the writer would desire showed a more or less uncertain portion of the strange attire that which tailors know as trousers known by him as bloomin bags hanging loosely from his person swept with tattered ends the flags and he had a pointed sternpost to the boots that peeped below which he laced up from the centre of the nail of his great toe and he wore his shirt uncollared and the tie correctly wrong but i think his vest was shorter than should be in one so long and the captain crooked his finger at a stranger on the curb whom he qualified politely with an adjective and verb and he begged the gory bleeders that they wouldn't interrupt till they gave an introduction it was painfully abrupt here's the bleedin push mccovey here's a something from the bush strike me dead he wants to join us said the captain of the push said the stranger i am nothing but a bushy and a dunce but i read about the bleeders in the weekly gas bag once sitting lonely in the humpy when the wind began to whoosh how i longed to share the dangers and the pleasures of the push gosh i hate the swells and good uns i could burn em in their beds i am with you if you'll have me and i'll break their blazon heads now look here exclaimed the captain to the stranger from the bush now look here suppose a feller was to split upon the push would you lay for him and fetch him 
even if the traps were round, would you lay him out and kick him to a jelly on the ground? Would you jump upon the nameless, kill or cripple him or both? Speak, or else I'll speak, the stranger answered, my colonel oath. Now look here, exclaimed the captain to the stranger from the bush. Now look here, suppose the bleeders let you come and join the push. Would you smash a bleeding bobby if you got the blank alone? Would you break a swell or chinky, spit his garret with a stone? Would you have a maul to keep your like to swear off work for good? Yes, my oath, replied the stranger. My colonel oath I would. Now look here, exclaimed the captain to the stranger from the bush. Now look here, before the bleeders let yer come and join the push. You must prove that you're blazer. You must prove that you have grit. Worthy of a gory bleeder, you must show you form a bit. Take a rock and smash that winder, and the stranger, nothing loth, took the rock and smash. They only muttered, my coronal oath. So they swore him in and found him sure of aim and light of heel, and his only fault, if any, lay in his excessive zeal. He was good at throwing metal, but we chronicle with pain that he jumped upon a victim, damaging the watch and chain. Ere the bleeders had secured them, yet the captain of the push swore a dozen oaths in favor of the stranger from the bush. Late next morn the captain, rising hoarse and thirsty from his lair, called the newly feathered bleeder, but the stranger wasn't there. Quickly going through the pockets of his bloomin' bags, he learned that the stranger had been through him for the stuff his mole had earned, and the language that he muttered I should scarcely like to tell. Stars and notes of exclamation, blank and dash, will do as well. In the night the captain's signal woke the echoes of the rocks, brought the gory bleeders sloping through the shadows of the blocks, and they swore the stranger's action was a blood-escaping shame, while they waited for the nameless, but the nameless never came, and the bleeders soon forgot him, but the captain of the push still is laying round in ballast for the nameless from the bush. End of chapter 49. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C.